0: Thank you for taking the time and returning back to what we once had, which was the podcast of being trans. Sometimes you have to make a choice when you notice that your original goal is off track. At the time that I noticed it, I was trying to find a focal Point to where I wanted not only the blog to go, but my podcast and my public speaking. In, the, in December of 2020, I kind of sat down and looked at everything and went, we need a change. I saw too many people out in the community who kept saying, the same thing but going nowhere. no answers were being given no direction was given either and no questions were being asked. What a lot was happening was unfortunately in fighting um, and fighting with those that are outside of the community. Now, the problem with that is, is that never results in a leap forward in education. In fact, it stymies what could have been a learning opportunity on both sides of the debate. I'm not here with an agenda. I am not an activist. I'm an educator. Over the next 52 weeks, or whatever we have left, of 2021, I will be putting out a podcast every week. We'll be addressing such topics that are already addressed in the blog and the website they'll be supportive of those of that information that is already there. We will also offer the opportunity to answer a little bit of questions once in a while. I prefer to put my uh, frequently asked questions on the blog or the website to allow people to read it over and over again without having to listen to the podcast of the way through to get to the end. So enough about the return. And I really do look forward to this. But let me tell you a little bit about me. Because you're coming back to this podcast. My name is Alina Robbins. I'm an educator. On what it is to be transgender. And transgender health care. This is what I do. I speak to doctors and nurses. I speak to communities. I speak to everyday people. About being transgender. This is my passion. This is what I enjoy doing. I am not going to be walking down the street going what do I want. When do I want it now? That's something I will never do. I don't believe that we can lift out of ignorance without education. You'll hear me talking in this voice. This is my voice. I can do other voices, I can soften it up and make it sound like this. But this is not how I talk when I need to get the point across as far as education goes. This is my talk when I talk to friends, loved ones, and when I'm live. But when you hear me on radio you will hear this. When you hear me on podcast you will hear this. Because I spent years in the radio industry And this is how I enjoy talking on radio. I enjoy this level of... Well, not necessary level, but this octave for radio. It it just tends, and in podcasting, it tends to make me feel comfortable. I am a trans woman. I am not some prissy little flower that you're going to find that you can insult me, hurt me with negative things. I just have a lot thicker skin than that. I welcome any question with intelligence, with purpose, and with the ability to allow me to address it. It may take time. Your answer that you're hoping for may not be the answer that you're wanting me to give. that you will get. The answer that I may find may not be the answer I want either. But I will do my best to seek out the information on questions asked. I will do my best to remain as honest as possible. Sometimes honesty is all we have left. In the end, That's all we could ever hope for is to trust the person we're talking to that says they know what they're talking about is honest with us. And that's what I aim to be, 100% honest with you about being transgender. I also understand that it has never been an easy thing for me to tell you about the dark sides of being transgender. There is some. It's not always a rosy parade. And I've seen a lot of darkness. I've gone through it. I hope that as we go through this journey um, in education and opportunities to answer questions and to look at the evidence that's presented for us that we're able to come to an understanding more about not only ourselves, but also the transgender community as a whole. And if you're not transgender, I hope that you're able to look at this podcast and say, this is rather interesting. This is unique. And I like the information I'm getting. So without further ado, let me tell you a little bit more about Alina's journey being trans, the website. <laughs> Good grief. I didn't think it gets get so big, but unfortunately, when you're merging two projects together, it happens that way. Now, Lena's journey has been my original blog that is started close to six years ago. It has morphed so much into a website than it was a blog. Though I do still have a blog, I still enjoy writing on it. In fact, I will probably write more on the blog than I will have podcasts. I love being able to write. I'm also a published author. And that, to me, is something that I've always enjoyed. It took a long time for me to get to the point where I took the opportunity to spread my wings and ignore all the hateful words that were said about my dyslexia and just took a big leap and created something that I think is magical, that I am very blessed to have. So when you come to my webpage, Well, it is my webpage. (laughs) When you come to the webpage, you'll notice there is, right, right as you come in, the blog, frequently asked questions, and the podcast. Slightly down is evidence. Now, not everybody I know is going to want to dive into the evidence of being trans. But I have put it there it will take time to fill out everything because we really have changed considerable focus from just the blog with a few little helps and hints to trying to bring together a web page that is littered with um, with evidence and education and answering the tough questions The blog, once you click it, it will take you to um, the current post that we put through here. Um, There is categories up top. I do have a category that I call gender because I did a fantastic post in 2020 about the gender spectrum. And I wanted people able just to quickly click on that and have a look at it because it is a fantastic opportunity to understand in a quick series of five posts what the spectrum is and how you can see the evidence that exists with that spectrum because it's not easy. You'll hear a lot of people say, well, there's no such thing as a spectrum. There's only X and XX and XY. And until you show them real people that have this, that are part of that spectrum, it's not so easy to grasp it. It's just something that sits in the air. But when you're introduced to these people who sit in the spectrum, you can then say, okay, I can see the spectrum. I don't quite understand it all, but I can see it. And the gender link is there. It's under categories. You can see it right as you come into the website originally. Um, just below uh, the blog link is about me, Alina. My friends do call me Allie, uh, and I prefer that. But you know, when you get, when you get into professional things, you kind of gotta have the professional name. You know, and you know, that's the way nicknames don't always help. But it's a bit about me um, and a bit about what I do. There is also on that page, like it or not, photos. And you can click on the photos, you can have a look at, What I've done in my life and where it started, um, what I used to be like when I was not, when I had not transitioned. Um, I'm a vastly different person than what I was when I had transitioned. Life is an amazing opportunity. And when you take that chance and you lift yourself up out of a state where you are not content with, things will change for the better for you. I'm also not saying that things will always get better. They don't. Not everything gets better when you come out of the shadows. Not everything is going to be a rosy parade that you will walk down the street going, da-da-da-da-da! I'm singing in the rain kind of thing, because it it just doesn't. I'm sorry that, yeah, it's never going to be that way. But in saying that, there is some amazing opportunities that will come the moment you're honest with yourself. Have those around you. Next, if you go to the frequently asked questions, I've broken this up in three different parts because there's so many questions that exist. The biggest part right now is the trans female. Because I I am a trans woman, I, I count myself as a trans woman. Um, and I will say that I am not the standard quo that you're going to be funding. I'm not an activist. I'm not going to sit there and fill your head full of rubbish. You're going to answer the questions, not only from the way that I've lived my life, but through my personal experiences and my education that comes with it. Um, sometimes you end up having to... Sometimes you have to take that leap, that that set of open honesty with the questions. And that's what I've done. Some of the questions may be quite confronting, and some of them will be shocking. Some of them will answer the questions that maybe you found. And if you don't feel that there's a If you don't have the ability to find the question that exists there, please do contact me. I've given you links to contact me directly or use the contact form on the evidence page. Next is the um, frequently asked questions about transgender children. I know there's a lot of them that are out there and it's going to take me time to fill these questions And to answer them. But I'm going to endeavor to do the best I can to give you the best information that is available. Because I don't want you thinking that what you're hearing in the media is the truth. I want you to be able to not only look at the evidence that exists outside of media outside of politicians doing their grandstanding and trying to make people feel. I want you to be able to take a look at the question then understand where it's coming from because I will include the links to what is going on and how you can find that information out for yourself. It is kind of double downing on the evidence side of things but it's the best I can do to give you the most complete answer possible. Then there's trans men or trans male. I'm not one of those, so I have a little bit less opportunity to answer those questions. I will endeavor to do my part. I don't know too many trans men, but like I said, I will do my part to try and answer those questions or find someone who can give me the answers. Next, as you know, you're listening to the podcast now. This is the very first episode. When you click on the Bean Trans podcast, which tends to be broken every so often, I don't know why, but it's supposed to go to the podcast website, and it will. <laughs> but when you click on the Listen to Spotify, it will take you to Spotify, where you can Listen to everything on there, and you can even follow us. Just close the page because I do that sometimes, and I don't know why. Oh, nothing's ever perfect, no matter how hard you try. Give me a second; we'll bring it back up for us. When you then you can go down to the evidence. Now the evidence is a bit big. Like I said, my goal is to try and give you as much information. Uh, Remember, I'm not an activist. I'm an educator, someone who has the desire to provide you with the tools needed to lift yourself out of ignorance. All I can do is give you the tools. The rest is up to you. I tell my children, and yes, I have a few of them, that you can never convince anybody. You can never change anybody's mind. You can never force someone to believe exactly what you want them to believe. All you can do is give them the tools and hope for the best. And that's what I'm doing here. I'm going to give you the tools to allow you to make the best choice possible. To Understand, you don't have to like it even after you have the evidence. I hate the flavor of asparagus. can't stand it, but it's healthy for you, but I don't like it. It's kind of the same way here, going to give you the evidence, you don't have to like it. Or you might like it, but you don't care to know more about it, and that's okay too. I've got it broken down into categories. Safe spaces because we hear a lot of politicians and a lot of people saying, What about safe spaces? So we will be addressing safe spaces shortly. The next is mental illness. Mental illness is another section where we hear a lot of people claiming that there is that anybody that's transgender is mentally ill. You need to know the full information that exists with this area and that's what we're going to hope to get. Next the gatekeeper model. The gatekeeper model is designed to not only provide the best health care for the transgender community but the individual as well. It also sets forth a set of guidelines that those that are treating the transgender community or working with the transgender community need to follow. It's the most accepted um, set of guidelines. But it also impacts children as well. So if you claim to be a transgender healthcare provider, A lot of times you will work with the WPATH guidelines and the gatekeeper model. Now understand that there are a lot in my community who hate the gatekeeper model. But the gatekeeper model is not only there to help doctors... um, provide the best health care possible. It's also there to make sure that you have um, a solid set of guidelines to diagnosing, tracking, and improving that health care system. If it's not there, we can have problems. And that's what needs to... That in itself is the best care possible. Next is detransitioning. It's not easy. I understand. There is a lot to be said about detransitioning. It's not simple. It's not something that a lot of people will understand. But there is a lot. Uh, deconstruct when we're talking about the transition. And it's not cut and dry. But we're going to talk about it, we're going to give you the information, and we're going to hopefully clear up some of the muddy water that exists around it. Next, we're going to talk about suicide. This is a section that's very near and dear to my heart because I suffered with being suicidal when I was younger and there wasn't anyone that was around that I could trust to talk out my problems with. That has changed. I was a youth in the 80s and 90s and the i was born in 1969 but as you get there and you look up to about 1990 the information wasn't there the support services weren't there we're very lucky here in 2021 to actually look around and see a, a large amount of support a large amount of understanding that helps and it stemmies it stemmies well let's try that again it it tends to help slow down the suicide rate, which we need to do as a community. And as a society, we need to provide the best healthcare for everybody that has problems that might be suicidal. It doesn't matter if you're transgender, it doesn't matter if you're cisgender. We as a society need to have people stay around and feel okay about life. and We're going to be addressing that in the suicide um, evidence side and we're going to be also talking a bit about what really is the um, truth behind transgender suicide rate. Next we're going to be talking uh, on the other side, we're going to be talking about gender affirming surgery, Um, used to be called sexual reassignment surgery. SRS. It's also been called other things along the line, but now we're looking at a more uh, holistic answer to that question or to that topic is actually gender affirming surgery. <laughs> then we're going to be going down and talking about brain studies. This is what lately I have really been digging into. It has really, um, sparked an absolute amazing um, I must know more within within this subject for me. So I've got a lot of information on there. I'll be adding more, but when you really dig into this and you start looking at the studies that do exist about the differences between the male and female brain, it's not a lot of pseudoscience. It's pretty cut and dry and how that impacts the transgender condition. You may not like hearing me call it a condition, but it is a condition because it's a physical health condition, not a mental health condition, a physical health condition. And these brain studies are showing this exists. Next, we're going to be talking about violence-based issues. Over the last part of 2020, I was offered an opportunity to um, join Engendered Equality. The opportunity to join in Engendered Equality really came at a... Difficult crossroads, not only looking at the website, but the blog, the podcast, and my work with um, doctors and nurses and other various community groups in trying to bring to light the evidence. And Gender inequality had heard of me, and they said, hey, Allie. I bet you didn't know that we're looking for some some um, I keep wanting to say activists, but they're not activists. Um, looking for some people that are willing to speak up against violence towards women. And I said to them, "Wow, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that kind of a thing, but we have a problem." And they went, "What?" And I said, "I'm transgender." And they're like, "That's okay." And I said, mm-hmm. We're going to see a lot of people out there that say that I can't speak on this subject because I'm not a cisgendered woman, I'm a trans woman. And they said, but your voice needs to be heard because lately there has been so much violence towards trans women. And maybe you have a different look on this subject than we have never seen. And as I went through this training course, which took about a month, I really I've I, in my family's life we've been touched by violence towards women so much. there is not a generation since my great great since my great grandmother that has not seen violence. Think on that number for a second. there is not... A generation since my great grandmother to my daughter who have not seen violence towards women. My great grandmother was raped. Out of that came my grandmother. My grandmother was abused. My aunts were abused. My mother was abused. My sister and I were abused. My daughter was abused. Sexually assaulted. And uh, when I started looking at that, I did realize that, wow, I do have a very valid point to be speaking on this subject. But I still found struggle within myself. And I'm, I'm... completely honest on this I felt inadequate to be speaking on it because I'm a trans woman what do I know about everything and then they pointed out that I did know quite a bit because I do receive it I still receive it as a trans woman I received it as a as a transgender youth I receive it as an adult trans woman I even see it in the form of indirect. Abuse towards myself. So I agreed to their training. I've also agreed to the advocacy and helping them get the message across that there is no excuse for abuse. And I look forward to the future of working with them. Now, the next subject I have... Is called Cushion Dangerous Groups. This one might not be so easy for people to take a look at and read. It is still an ever growing list. Um, but I have to give credit where credit is due. The first part of this has been seriously flagged and was provided by the Southern Poverty Law Center. A And these are groups. I mean, if you click on it, everything here from each one of them is listed. And then as you go further down, I'll be putting in some of the ones that I stumble across. Some of the ones that have actually impacted me that are not sitting on this list. And when you look at this, I really want you to take time I don't want you to write nasty letters to them. I don't want anything to go towards them. I just simply want you to know that these people have so much of a problem with the transgender topic that they actively go out to hurt and harm the transgender community. Some of them even revel and celebrate when a trans person is killed. The majority of them, unfortunately, claim to be religious. In one way or shape or another, they claim to be religious, but they celebrate. When a trans person is killed. And that is really sad. But I just want you to take a look at them. They also sponsor a lot. And I do mean a lot of pseudoscience. So there was a. There was a. uh, What if. uh, What if Google. Was a real person. And this. Woman. Is talking to Google behind the desk and says. I want to know about. Uh, vaccines that cause autism and he says okay I've got this stack right here and he's got this huge stacks of paper that say they don't and I have this one page that says it does and she reaches across grabs the one page and says see I knew it and walks up the, he starts to walk out the door and he's yelling just because I have it doesn't make it true. Just because a group that is that is has an agenda to harm individuals says something doesn't make it true. There is so much evidence about the topic of being transgender that it would blow your mind. Um, I am in the process of trying to figure out how I can share a total of, oh, let's see, 68 different studies about transgender mental health. 68 studies out there. So remember, we're talking like not little one page documents, we're talking. Several pages up to, you know, hundreds of pages of each document talking about the health care of the transgender community just in the mental health, okay? And this is so important. It needs to get out there because so many people don't see this. All they see is the one page that comes from one of those hate groups. And they think that is correct. We saw it when... Um, now, I'm not going to go after her. I don't want to do that. But she wrote an essay about it. And she used a lot of that information. And she's welcome to write about it. But it wasn't factual. I've got, I've got 51 studies... That are, uh, that are like, this is the only way. I've got 17 that say, this is looking like the way. And, you know, you add that up, that's 68 studies that's talking about the healthcare and how it can be improved and what does work for the transgender community. And these here are showing that it is not a mental health. And I've got to get that in there. And... I just want people to be fully aware of what is out there. This is not an agenda. This is education. Um, And when you're going to my site, uh, to the the site now, I'm not going to be feeding any of the monsters out there. I'm not going to take the time to feed them on the blog. I'm not going to take the time to um, try to denounce what they've done. Um, I do have a lot of respect for a lot of transgender personalities that exist in my community. Um, And the work that they have done, the work that they continue to do. Um, One of them, and I will really mess up her name, um, she is a Twitch streamer and a, uh, a, a fantastic young lady, uh, Riley Grace Rochon, I'll probably mess up that last name, but she has done an absolutely fantastic job in her research. The difference is, between her and myself, I am not going to be streaming this stuff. I'm going to give it to you, what you do with it is all up to yours. I'm not going to go into debates with people. I'm just not interested in debating. I'll leave that up to Riley, and I'll leave it up to a few others that are very talented in that area. But I'd like to also publicly thank Riley for her fantastic work on research. It has been absolutely wonderful to take a look at this. Um, She is very thorough, and in days to come, we will be also sharing some of her uh, research as well. And thank you for taking the time. I really do appreciate you coming back to the podcast. I really do appreciate you taking the time and having a listen and visiting the website. Now the website is www.alenas, that's A-L-E-A-N-A-S, journey, J-O-U-R-N-E-Y, dot com. And we'll look forward to seeing you around. And if you have any questions, please feel free to uh, drop me a form or send me an email. I will endeavor to answer them. Please do understand that I do get a lot of emails. Uh Sometimes they're a little bit much to answer all 150 in one day. So do me a favor. I will get to it as soon as I can find it, as soon as I can see it, as soon as I have addressed the the last 150 or determined that the last 150 were filled with a lot of stupid things. So have a wonderful day. And please, if you're anywhere capable of lending some wonderful help. Right now, throughout the world, we have a lot of frontline workers that are doing their damnedest to save lives. And I'm not asking you to donate money. I'm not asking you to donate time. I'm going to say the quickest, most simplest way to help these frontline workers is to wash your hands. Put on a mask. I don't even care if you find your favorite bandana and slap it on your face, please do it. It's a matter of life and death, not only to these frontline workers, but to the thousands around the world that are still being affected by this pandemic. Please take the time, wear a mask outside, wash your hands regularly. Get a tube or a couple of tubes of hand sanitizer if you can't wash your hands. We need to protect ourselves. And please, if you have lost someone, please know that from the bottom of my family's heart to you, we wish you only the best. And... We wish you some peace in this difficult time. For those of you who might be ill, please take good care of yourself. Get better. You matter, and we value you. Thank you once again for returning to Being Trans. I'm your host, Allie Robbins or Alita Robbins. Whatever one you want to call me. Bye now.